Now the Zoom is live. Now we're recording, baby. Whoa, aren't I supposed to get like a non-disclosure agreement where it's like your host is recording? Sue no, me, man. Sue me. I don't care. I have no money. <laughs> Dude, I love oh, it. Oh, man. All so right. let's go back to like important topics of business. Yeah. <laughs> we're so going to talk about <laughs> the boots. Same size, too. <laughs> That's Let's piece these broken pieces together. On to episode 11, ladies and gentlemen. This is Fumble Podcast. I'm yours truly, Pejvan or Pej. Uh, my guest today, I haven't seen since his wedding. <laughs> he got yeah. married. He got married and dipped. Dipped out of Cali. <laughs> got a lot uh, grayer, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, you kind of had that already. So. Hey, I was getting gray and uh, I did something about it. You know what I'm saying? See, pragmatic decisions, <laughs> pragmatic decisions. This is Love my it. first episode, I guess, that I'm blonde for, if I'm remembering correctly. Uh, yeah, the whole plan with this was to go platinum blonde. So I got another round of bleaching to do in a week. So what do you think? That's going to be a lot of bleach. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I think about that. Man, oh could my you God. buy stock in some Clorox? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I'm literally helping that business. Exactly. But, uh, so my friend here from a while back, uh, we met in Cali through some, when we, in our youth, during our youth days. But uh, it's way more than that. We're good friends. We've been ever since. Um, I don't know if we're good human beings, but. <laughs> debatable i had to pay him to come to my wedding i was like can you please oh, be a guest just to fill the chair that's a lie that is a lie i would have come i would have come for free even though you could <laughs> i would have come oh, man. anyway without further ado my good friend from minnesota his name is ryan burke what's going on man buddy i am so happy to be here this is uh i'm i'm again like since we spoke since my since my wedding so much has happened so like i feel Can like i just this... say before we go on to so much that has happened yeah what a baller move that you pulled at your wedding you dj'd your own wedding bro that was <laughs> that was next level stuff i was like wow this well, you know, is, like, yeah, this man is being doing a, first dances. He's DJing the dance. He's doing it all. Well, you know, when you're so not involved in the wedding planning, like as a guy, <laughs> like any smart fiance husband is like, yep, that's what you want to do. Okay. That sounds good. No problem. That color dress, this venue. Great. Whatever. Yeah. So I'm going to try and like, what can I, what control what you can control. Right. And I was like, all right, playlist. I can do that. Save money and DJ. What? Ricka, ricka, ricka. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> I loved it though, yeah. man. That was that was great. You and you got married up in the mountains there in Santa Cruz. That was yeah, the Redwood Forest. Uh, great, great spot. Um, you know, only a couple places in the country where you can get those kind of redwoods. And and other than that, I think Northern China. 
<laughs> there you go. Which right. you also have been to, and that's something I want to talk about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we could do it like because i was not going to pay for your pain ticket to fly to the wedding in china so we changed the whole thing did norcal worked he didn't out great pay me ladies and gentlemen <laughs> don't he's he's definitely a goofball as you can see here that's going to be the key takeaway <laughs> yeah, that's uh that's why and and appreciate you getting on here on like kind of short notice because you know i only asked this man like yesterday hey can you uh can you be on my podcast like tomorrow? I'm basically a fill-in. He like he had like three other very prominent intellectual scholars that all just bailed, and he's like, "Look, Ryan, you're not all that smart, but you're kind of funny. Maybe just come over and talk." The smartest thing you did is how much you saved on your wedding versus what I did for, <laughs> versus what I did for mine. So there you go. Um, like light that's what this whole podcast is about right life lessons life choices development yeah learn from others man that's right that's right i'm learning in in reverse like what i should have done <laughs> I, I could write the book how it's not done by ryan burke here we go oh my god i'm just teasing you man so to to kind of cap things off to start things off first yeah. of all you're in austin now or near yeah. austin yep uh, Texas for people who don't know. I didn't know initially, but, um, so awesome, Texas. What, what moved you out there, man? You weren't too far from this shooting that just happened recently too. Yeah. The shooting's kind of nuts. It happened literally 20 minutes from our place. And like that had a, uh, a whole psychological impact. You know, when you see stuff on the news, you're like, Oh, that's terrible. Like all like recent shootings, school shootings, wherever, you know, and you're kind of like, man, that's, that's terrible. That's a tragedy. Um, and you know, your heart goes out to it when you experience it in your neighborhood, there's a whole nother psychological impact that happens that you don't foresee. You don't know about in watching those news stories. And like the example, the key example for me was once they released a picture of the suspect and you're like, okay, this is the guy, he's still on the loose. We're asking, you know, citizens to shelter in place. And because I'm me, I'm like, whatever, I'm going to the gas station, <laughs> like, you know? Like, and so go out and go into the, you know, get on the car, you pull in, whatever. And I look over and there is a gentleman who probably looked nothing like the 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 suspect, right? Like he had a beard, which was probably the only and a red sweatshirt, unlike the gray sweatshirt description. But in the back of my head, as I kind of like briefly look and you're like, all right, you just kind of keep walking. I'm like, is that the guy? Oh my is god. Is that him? Yeah. He's That's still on the, the loose. psychological part you're right. talking about. That you yeah. don't ever predict or force because it's like, you know, still on the loose, shooter at large. Here's the picture of them. It's like all over everywhere. Yeah. And then you start to think, okay, well, 20 minutes, you know, if, if you're not going to hang around at the, at the scene, you're going to leave. 20 minutes ain't that, you know, like, wow, right? Like you yeah. could go hide, go into hiding anywhere. And like, are you, you booking it for the border or like, what's, you know what I mean? Like, I know. so that. That kind of weird, that weird psychological impact, honey, lock the doors, double up, you know, yeah. dog, no, you're going to stay here instead of come with me to the gas station, you know, stuff like that, like weird wow. psychological impact. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure it's like five times uh, heightened even uh, when, yeah. you, when you're a father like you are. So uh, 
yeah 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 that's 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 been a life-changing experience as well Uh i mean in addition to like psychological problems i'm realizing what this lighting is doing with my beard in comparison to how good yours looks like oh dude like bro yeah you look good in all lighting especially when it especially (laughs) when it's off you know what i mean See, this is this is the other things I had to pay him for, ladies and gentlemen. These compliments, that check is still yet Venmo, man. Well, don't worry, I'm it's, I'm, I'm still waiting on the wedding check, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but man, That's first awesome. of all, I'm I'm glad that the suspect at large is now in custody. I, yep. I, I, know, I know that was the latest news with that. Um, and he was a former part of the police force or something. Yeah, former detective. Crazy, right? Like, and again, I mean, I think that that, that story alone is a good example of, um, it's called the power elite, right? Where you have um, media along with business, along with military, having a super strong influence on the society at large, like the power elite. Because the initial story was like, active shooter you know shooting on the scene or whatever and granted it doesn't take away from the severity of it and how how tragic it was mm-hmm. but it boils down to it was a domestic situation where like and like and the guy killed like his wife and daughter oh. like terrible right like terrible absolutely but yeah. the fact that like initially that heightened awareness of the messaging that came down was active shooter in a in a metropolitan shopping area yeah 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 man so like that influence man like yeah it's it's rough it's rough i mean um i've i've talked about like the gun violence in in this country in general over the last uh over a couple episodes um but as you you see in my posts on instagram i'm a uh major uh you know, like a, a major huge advocate for social development. Yeah, I advocate for social, yeah, social justice, social development, betterment, um, and and this whole show is all about bringing all perspectives from all parts of the country and the world, right? Cool. Um, and and I'd like to learn. That's my goal. I mean, what's going on with this country right now with the polarized, how polarized mm-hmm. it is, and mm-hmm. and um, everything, and. and by the way, today is uh, 420, and this is the day that it's uh, uh, the the officer who who killed George Floyd was sent uh, actually yeah. convicted, and and he yeah. was convicted on three accounts. So there's some I don't even know if you can call it justice because George Floyd is no longer here, mm-hmm. which is in your state actually. Yeah, took place in your state of Minnesota. Um, you betcha. Yeah, you'll bet you. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing, Apej, like the research and the background that you've done, especially like you said on short notice. Like, man, well, the, the... I mean, it, that's coincidence. Actually, I realized it, it was. I realized that that was a, a, a link between uh, yeah. you and and that uh, sad story. But so the funny, real quick, I mean, because I think it's pertinent that like you know my wife even points out that she saw with the with the verdict being you know announced today and. Yeah. Um, you know, although we think that that's, you know, I think a big step, her her comment was, you know, the right decision made by a flawed justice system still mm. kind of feels empty, mm-hmm. you know, and mm. the fact that it's got to be like celebrated because we've seen so many like maybe um, people being acquitted 
on one account or another that necessarily that you're like that that's injustice this is an injustice system right and so the fact that it's got to be noted as a a a win or a right decision in a still flawed system yeah yeah you know a lot of work to do it's baby steps um but but we we will take those baby steps if it's in the right direction and and i posted about it earlier and this thing is not we're not anywhere near where we need to be as a society or as a nation or even as a world but this is one small step that that's a semblance of hope and i and i credit that to the massive peaceful protests and the social uh movement on on all of these injustices throughout yeah absolutely i mean when a baby falls down when a baby falls down people are you know learning to take its first steps and falls on no one ever says well, that was stupid, waste of time or whatever. People applaud its first attempts to walk and to move mm. forward, right? Yeah. So you t- yeah, you said yeah. baby steps. And so the idea of like, all right, this may be like a one small step or a teetered step that you're kind of like, all right, we're moving in the right direction, you yes. know? So And and that was, that is, that is, uh, that's a small victory. So yeah, we'll take that and many more hopefully to come. Yes, yes, sir. Um, so uh minnesota boy so let's talk about your humble beginnings <laughs> where you, you were born in minnesota is that right yeah you betcha <laughs> so this man uh he can he can uh throw in the that minnesota accent on a whim like out of nowhere right and he's god like, yeah oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're not even trying you know like if i'm like if i'm tired it comes out and I don't even want it to. God. <laughs> My God, man. I remember laughing so hard when you were younger at, at how you just switched up out of nowhere. <laughs> you sounded Minnesota there so hard. It was so That was a God. mix of Persian accent and, and something else. I don't know what that was. Dude, I love it. I love <laughs> yeah. it. So yeah, man. How long were so you were born in Minnesota? How how long uh or how many years of your early life did you spend there before your first move? Yeah. Oh, man, for the first move, that's uh, tricky. I'd say I was there until I was about 17 um, before making, like, a move. You know, I went to, to South Carolina for a little bit. Um, See, I didn't know that. Yeah. What moved I you could... there? What moved you there? I wanted to do some volunteer work. It was a good opportunity. Like, you know, got down there and, like, um, I mean, there's – there's a lot of reasons to go to Myrtle beach for a 17 year old, you know, for being really <laughs> candid. Right. So cool. left, did that for you for lived there for a year. Um, then moved, you know, moved back, was in Minnesota for a bit, then moved. Um, where did we go after that? Um, so right out of high school, you, you move on to South Carolina. Yeah. That, yeah. Okay. Okay. More or less. So, I yeah, mean, yeah. high. high I mean, depending on how in depth, like this conversation you want to go, like you're talking about like humble beginnings, like, so, I mean, and and this is a grand granted relationships have much been mended since then, Mm -hmm. but there was a lot of like stuff at home, just challenging up my mom, single mom, Mm -hmm. breast cancer survivor at the time, her and I butting heads a lot that like the incentive on top of the fact of like, let's go out and see stuff was like, you know what? I need to emancipate myself a little bit, which I think a lot of teenagers feel initially right off the get go. So it was like yeah. multifaceted. Okay. So, so many reasons to, to make a change. Yeah. Um, I can relate to that, man. I moved at 17. I got 
shipped from Maryland, as you know. I was yeah. I, I was raised in Maryland, and uh, and uh, at 17, I I got shipped over here to California. Um, same thing, kind of finding myself, figuring it out. Was yep. was wasn't really uh, being caring with about my future right out of high school. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah so. I knew there was a reason why you and I got along so great. <laughs> It's those hardships that galvanize and make you stronger people, man. Like, and honest to God, we've never talked about this till this moment about it's true about, about this uh, moving out at yeah. seventeen. But oh, I got cool. I got kicked out at seventeen. Same, same. same. <laughs> I got so a I had a week's notice. I had a week's notice. <laughs> literally, Dude, so funny. Yeah. <laughs> I was. Were you also told what? Like, how much timeline between? the the warning to get the hell out <laughs> to the point of of getting to south carolina um initially it was by police escort so we oh really <laughs> yeah. wow it was like it went to a friend's house was taken to a friend's house so it okay, was like okay, okay. see you later yeah you're getting dropped off here got uh, it okay and then collectively after that um it was about like uh yeah probably about um probably about a month so i had a little more than just a week you know okay well like, that's well good i mean woo. i mean po luckily for me police didn't get involved my dad is much scarier than the police so, <laughs> so he's he like you're yeah. leaving you're leaving in one week and so tick tick then that's when the clock started look at right. that and, and you know yeah, and the funniest thing about that or funny and sad at the same time was i wasn't even phased by it i was like okay like it was just that's where my yeah. mind was at at that point yeah. in my life yeah, i was just dude. like like whatever yeah. i was you know i didn't really i uh, just finished high school was about yeah. to i was i had signed up for community college kind of like not really taking anything seriously so my dad was like we're taking you and my sister lived in california at the time so gotcha gotcha that's that was the connection to california and so i i kind of got moved out here and that was where my life was to change for the way yeah. better i would say yeah 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 absolutely i mean i think that like you what you described so accurately was that um that that man when, you, when you've had a, a tough upbringing is that like your it's like having blinders on of where you see and what you care about when like, being i was very short-sighted as a teenager, like i don't care it doesn't matter like the, i've got no goals or aspirations or whatever it's like a to b and like a, you know like if I don't get to C, I don't care. It doesn't really matter because, like, hey, I'll be happy with A to B, you know, because that's all that really is relevant right now. Yeah. Um. So that's, I mean, I think that's dead on that description. Yeah, man. I mean, um, I'm I'm glad that. I think a lot of youth, especially boys, dealt with stuff like that, right? Yeah. Oh, I, sure. I had I had Max on here. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I had Max on here, like. I think it was week three or week yeah week three of the of this thing and um, yeah. and he talked about similar things right yeah. out of high school from tennessee and yeah so you guys if you haven't heard that you guys can go back and listen to that he's a good friend of both of us yeah um both of ours but yeah so south carolina was your next step after a month <clears throat> yeah how did you come up with that this like what was there like what was the volunteer work there Dude, so do you want to hear like the like the condensed version, or do you want a whole like like highlight reel, or like a? I want all the smoke, man. Give me everything, bro. So like, so all right. So obviously had a rough patch, right? Was looking for like 
something, you know, to make a move, make things better or whatever, right? Yeah. I was sitting literally playing video games. I was playing hockey on my PlayStation. I'll never forget this. And my mom comes over and she gives me a stack of books, okay? Like a stack of books. She was always giving me books, which is dumb because I don't read. And again, that's just kind of an example. I, I really I was not never been an avid reader or whatever. Here's I wasn't a reader either. And I'm like, reader. great, thank you. You know how yeah. to connect. Um, so, but on the st- on the top of the stack of the books was a was a printout of an email, oh. a printout, yeah, of an email, and it said it said, youth volunteers wanted in the following locations, mm-hmm. and I was like. Oh, well, yo, there's your there's your sign. Yeah. If you're looking, you know, like you're looking for something because hockey wasn't gonna do it on a video <laughs> game. So that's how it kind of that was like the like the the catalyst, the kind of jump off point for what became ultimately a life changing experience through multiple modes of service, um, and and personal growth and development. So mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. That's yeah. not even that long of a story, man. You make it sound like you're going to get Dude, in there. I'm so good at making a long story long. Like, you have no idea. Like, I'm trying really hard. Like... No, man. You're doing well. You're doing well. <laughs> the, the, the funny part about that story is that you were playing a game that's played on ice in a city filled with ice. <laughs> like, you most bet people... You. <laughs> Most people were in that climate are like thinking of like a sunny weather or like or like playing a out, Dude, out video games game. that are based around sunshine and flowers sucked at the time. <laughs> you know, like I was like, oh god, here's the video game about being at the beach. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. they just didn't. No, I'll give you that. Hockey games are fun to play. I, I, I'll, admit, I'll admit. And PlayStation is, was the console to have. <clears throat> I'm going to want a copy of this recording just for the fact that you said hockey is a great game to play. Like, <laughs> I can't play it. I can't. I'm I'm the worst. Dude, I'll throw you on ice any day. Let's do this. This would be great. Like, you know, <laughs> I work with people from Maryland every day. I'm serious? not even kidding. Dead you serious. Bring, you bring me up and then they just look at you like, who the hell are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, like everyone. Hey, it is a small state. Oh, <laughs> yeah, state. Yeah, yeah. Are you familiar with like with fumble? Like fumble, not even page, but fumble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I figure this podcast will get more prestige and recognition moving forward, and they'll just you'll be the host from fumble. That's it. Like that's, that's it. No, hey, like... I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take whatever whatever people are willing to give me. But Dude. um. So no man, um, no yeah, uh, I suck at hockey. So and and I <laughs> suck at anything that requires mobility on on wheels on their feet or on skates on their feet or on <laughs> any of those. I'm um, not gonna send you boots next time. We're gonna send you rollerblades. This is gonna be okay, fantastic. Let's, let's real quickly on a tangent because you've already shown your boots, accurate size and all, and <laughs> boots with the fur. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. All right, so this whole thing with the boots, we were, this is a big inside joke between Ryan and I, which started from one of his visits when we were already good friends. He he was visiting at this time Elk Grove, where I was living with my parents at the time. And he shows up and he's like, hey, man, I'm, I'm in town. Uh, I was like, bro, come over. Let's let's get together. And I was like, hey, bring, bring, I was like, bring some athletic 
shoes so we can go hoop. And so this man literally shows up in what initially I thought were steel toe boots. <laughs> so let's, all of that's true. Can't deny any of that. All of it's true, 100% accurate. But let's also like rewind that story back for a minute <laughs> okay. when it was like one of Ryan's visits and Ryan was like, yo, I'm in town, which all of that up until that point, appropriate attire. Hey man, I'm in town. Let's grab lunch. Hey man, I'm in town. Let's go check out a movie. Hey man, let's go get some. And then all of a sudden pivoted of like, oh, you drove three hours in advance to get up here. <laughs> What are you wearing? Oh, you're wearing non-basketball shoes and stuff? Come play basketball, Ryan. That's what we're going to do. Like in your jeans and boots. That was my only hope of having an advantage is the fact that you were wearing <laughs> steel-toed freaking clonkers. And, and to this man's credit, he didn't say no. He was all in. <laughs> Um, all the blisters that were to follow, like oh, dude, he yeah, paid, that's real. <laughs> he paid the dues for that game. That's but, real. And I think we went to Del Taco, if I remember correctly. Man, we I would, at, yeah, I think we I went would, to Del Taco, man. I, all I, I remember is the boots. <laughs> I think that's everything it. else was a blur because you were yeah. so, so much pain. Still got PTSD from <laughs> boots. So to flip it back on your like on your birthday, I think I had uh, a set of boots sent over to That's you. That's right, you did. Oh my god, yes, he shipped me. Okay, not even like we are. We're in two different states by this point. This is a, a birthday from th a few years ago. Texas and California. Texas and California. And he, I get a, <laughs> I get a. He's like, well, what's your address, by the way? I thought he's coming to visit again, and then. Never again. Get, Never again. Never again. I get a shipment and it's this big box. I have no idea who it's from. Like he doesn't tell me he's like buying me anything or any anything of sort. And I open it and there's legitimately two big black boots, very close in resemblance to the ones he was wearing. Of course, my feet were much bigger. There you go. <laughs> Still hasn't put them on. Doesn't know how to tie his own laces. No, I don't. I wear flip flops. <laughs> oh man that was fun man that was what what a prank that was and i loved it i still have those boots by the way they're buried in my closet because i'm never gonna wear them but... collecting dust yeah exactly right yeah oh my god what a i'm fun coming thing. to play basketball next week you better have those boots right. <laughs> you better be here man i'm counting yeah, exactly. on you. yeah so south carolina now so yeah. when you, so you're, you get to south carolina yeah um and so where do you go for this uh volunteer work so it's uh, it was called Lewis Gregory Baha'i School and um, did that and um, it was it was an awesome opportunity man because it was very much volunteer based yeah. um, a chance for you know for you could do all kinds of stuff work in the kitchen do some landscaping there was a no joke like radio booth where I could be a DJ so the radio station yeah, yeah that's that where you learned fun. It. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was just it was like I said it was a good and and a time of angst for any teenager, like those teenage years, like later teenage years especially. Um, but it was a uh, it was a great. It's kind of like South Carolina, middle of nowhere. Um, <laughs> shows you how much I grew in advance based on where we first met each other in the Santa Cruz Mountains, <laughs> middle of nowhere, still working on life development. But um, it was good, man. Like I said, it was a jump off point, the kickoff point for. Um, 
really a lot of self-reflection, a lot of self-improvement. Everything that you get told as um, as a as a kid from your parents, it's really kind of like either a unfiltered, b um, imposed upon you, and and lastly unquestioned. You know, mm-hmm. and I think that that pushback in your teenage years is very much questioning a lot of that stuff. And then once you get on your own at whatever age that is, then you get to not only like question it, but you get to fact check it where it's like, all right, how valid is that? And you're like, screw that. I'm not going to do that. Norm. I'm doing my own thing. And you go do your own damn thing. And you're like, nope, nope, nope. That was, that was not as good. This is much better. And you then becomes, it becomes a, from an outside influence to an internal driving force. Yo, I fact checked this. This is good. It's legit. This is how it works. And by the way, I wasn't told A, B, and C, but I also found out this about it. And so it becomes your own versus just a point of reference that you either rebel against or want to disbelieve because you haven't had a chance to fact check it to an internal, yep, nope, that's certitude. That's good. Rolling with that. So that's good, man. So you had your own experiences to that you were building on at this point in, in South Carolina. Um, yeah, I would say that would be the baby steps. Talking about like the society, those were the baby steps. There like, I go. wouldn't say, like, oh, I got all figured out. Perfect. No, you know, of course. A year later. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And how long did you spend at uh, Lewis Gregory? It was about a year. Yeah. A year. Okay. So yep. you were there. So, till basically into your 18th year yep. of life. And then, um, so then what? So, what happened with that? How did you decide on your next gig? <laughs> so, uh, like I said, wrapped up there. Um, let's see, came back home. By the way, was um, that a year contract to begin with, or were you just there for a year and then decided to leave? How did it work? <laughs> almost got sent home. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, almost was cut short by uh, yeah. <laughs> not not my timeline again. Was and then you were out. like, "Wait, my home sent me here." <laughs> right yeah 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 exactly like that was almost a short trip on a couple of occasions i've still got those emails from the administration like fact dude no joke um but i was like look it was basically it was like shape up or ship out type of you know perspective so it was like all right let's just buckle down and like get this right so um you know completed became like a very um, you know, like a, a value add to to Lewis Gregory, you know, was helping out, would get get up for work on time, you know, like, you know, get along with the other volunteers and all of that. So it was it was good from that point, you know, like, again, a, a learning moment after that 12 months, you know, I think it was like give or take 14 months, something mm-hmm. like that. Um, left there, came back, went to Minnesota, back home and, you know, and was like, didn't, again, still having that myopic kind of short-sighted way of thinking, didn't have college plans at the time. It's like, well, I guess I'll start working. Mom was having me pay rent. So it was like, gotta, gotta work. So, um, worked overnights at a gas station. Like, yeah, you know, doing that illustrious career. Um, like humble beginnings, as we said, man, (laughs) bro, like I I didn't, so I, yeah, there was no scope. I mean, that's what I love about working with you, Pej, just talking to you. The conversations are so authentic and so fluid that we can take it. And you, I know you as well. We can keep the conversations as superficial and flawed to like, as like scholarly and elevated as and arranged quickly, you know, and I love that. So with humble beginnings in mind, like I said, I worked overnights at a gas station, for like three years, um, 
I mean, depending on how disclosing we want to be, didn't get everything all kind of worked out the first time around. And at 19, I got kicked out again. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, very yeah. exciting time. Uh, yeah, so, like, it, by the way, you can share as much as you feel okay sharing. It's not, there's no, there's no pressure on that. So um, I'm I'll very ask cool. questions. Yeah, I'll Dude. ask questions. If you want to share the answer, you can say it. If you don't be like, on to the next one, bro. Got next it. Question, well, cool. Remember? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that, oh, was, that was that was a there's a uh, deeply rooted um, inside joke with that one. We, yeah. <laughs> we were uh, we were both making a video at at Santa Cruz when we were both serving there. And this this my whole bit in contribution in that video was to say next question with an attitude that was <laughs> and the bitch has never stopped he just kept the attitude all the time and like does that still on a regular basis by the way the camera wasn't the leading factor of me having that attitude as a youth so but... funny all right well cool man then like i said i'm like a very like a pretty much open book kind of dive right into it i mean like the fact that like um, getting, getting kicked out of 19 again, it was like, you know, a lot of major factors at play. Like my mom, um, not, not just being not strong with her communication and then not having great relationships with males in general. So that, that kind of like compounded it. And then being like an angry teenager on top of it, getting kicked out again, the second time around, didn't have a place to stay that friend who stayed friends and everything, but his parents were like, eh, we did this already for a uh -huh. little bit. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like you lived with us before, so didn't have that option. And that was a much shorter timeline of like, yeah, like a couple of days, you know, get out kind of scenario. Mm -hmm. um, and so I got in my car and took off and, and um, I guess you could say combination ran away slash kicked out um, yeah. scenario, but not having, again, being stupid and being, having some grit accustomed uh, to like, yo, we're just going to make it work. Like F that yeah. we're going to make it work. Yeah, yeah. So like lived in my car for a bit and then um got got pneumonia pretty bad oh, actually yeah so then i bumped into a friend at a, at a overnight diner and, I, and his um his family was you know he was a good family and um you know he was basically a short version i was like dude can i stay with you just to like get better um you know I had this horrible cough and stuff like that um and so, uh, and that worked out for a few more months. Actually, worked out great because the Minnesota Minnesota winters, man, like it was cold. Like, wow, like in the car, yeah, right. Like, I mean, you would start the car to warm it up just so you could fall back asleep, because and all you wanted was new. It was just, it was rough. So damn, so, you got you. So you were kicked out basically on the worst part time of the year in Minnesota. I don't know if there's a good time of year in Minnesota. <laughs> Just, I mean, like, if you think about it, like, you know, like, I mean, I think, what's the warmest it gets there, though, honestly? Like, honestly, summertime. yeah. I, yeah, summer for sure. But, like, I think probably we're looking at an average high of like 80 something with the, a couple pops of like 92, 91. Okay. Yeah. You know, like, again, full, there's a reason I live in Texas, man. There's a whole, <laughs> it's cold and like most of the, I remember yeah. going trick or treating in the snow. Yeah. Wow. And that's not a joke. Wow. Like dead serious. Trick or treat. I mean, I and believe this... it, man. I believe it. I mean, I've yeah. seen the Vikings games at home. <laughs> You're going to start on this conversation. <laughs> How are the chefs? Are the chefs still a team? Do they play? Like, 
they even an organization? Yeah, I don't. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, so yeah. So kicked out seventeen. It was kicked out again nineteen. It was 19. tough. Yeah. Yep. Doing and the car you, thing. You find, as you said. Yeah. Yeah. My buddy. By the way, um, I can bleep any names out that you want bleeped out. It's it's no problem. Here's his phone number. <laughs> say a social security number. I got that while I was there. I stole his card. No. <laughs> um uh, good dude yeah live with the family was cool um they ultimately after a couple months were like hey it's time um time to wrap things up time for you to move on and it was cool because i made amends back with my mom basically uh, that at time. that point yeah exactly kind of like well hey look can i come back and like you want to talk about like ups and downs trials and air like those hardships that we faced as teenagers being galvanizing moments like i i would doubt as that there's much that happens in your life where people may get really upset about that you're kind of like eh, that's not so bad ah, okay because you've had hardships you know what i mean like you've had challenges those humble yeah. beginnings yeah and, and granted so but it was because of like those experiences like i remember vividly calling my mom like you know and overnight it was like three o'clock in the morning at a perkins which i don't think they even have in california and i don't think they have yeah. in texas either uh, but um but like came back and it was very much a may i use your phone can i go use the wash machine mm. and dryer for some clothes very uh, yes and but you know straighten my stuff up because it, you start to appreciate it um yeah. you so know the what respect you have. factor was was back at that point yeah. yeah 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 i mean like i mean you do a trajectory of where thankfully i'm at now like compared to where I was then, and the expectations are exponentially exceeded. Like never even thought. Like the one thing that's I think that's lacking from an angry male teenager's perspective is hope and future. Like both of those two things, which are which are twined anyway. But you're like, you know what? Like I don't have a lot of optimism and hope for potential outcomes. I just have ideals. And like, yeah, maybe one day I'll get married. Yeah, maybe I'll, uh, yeah. you know, have a house or whatever. But there's no connect the dots of logic of like, well, then you got to go to school and you do this. I mean, I was like, I was like, I barely graduated high school, man. Mm -hmm. I had to go to summer school all three years in a row just to barely graduate at the like damn near bottom of my class in high yeah. school, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? To getting a full academic scholarship like for college after yeah. I started to apply myself, you know, yeah, like. Yeah. Um, you you I, started to care, to be blunt. Right, exactly. Yeah. Starting to starting to care with a little bit of with coaching, mentorship, and some appreciation for what was there. Like I say, when I got back to my mom's house at 19, it was very much, uh, you know, may I? Yes, thank you. Appreciate yeah. that kind of, you know, all of that because you got basically your tail kicked pretty hard from a lot of the world, um, and then you're like, okay, got it. And then at like 20, <laughs> at like 23, I went to China. Wow. I've been wow. left and like, hey, I'm going to go to the other side of the country or the planet. Planet. Wow, man. That's and I want to talk about that. But before we get into your your journey into China, uh, you said something about being angry as a teenager. Yeah. yeah. Um, would you what would you associate that to the most? Was it mm. because I and I and again, you don't have to talk about it, but you no, said no, happy. That you said that you were a uh, son to a single mom so yeah. uh was your father not at all in the picture 
Not at all. No, not absolutely. Not like, yeah, no, dad. I mean, I mean, when I say like not at all, I mean, to give it some context around it, which again, first and foremost, all those relationships in my adulthood mended, um, mended and thriving, like, which is great. Like my, my dad sent a birthday present to my son and it was filled with some dope stuff. Like I was no like, way. Whoa, way to, way to go dad. You know what I mean? Wow. Like, yeah, yeah. Wow. His, uh, his, his girlfriend, um, definitely you can see her influence in there but we my wife and i love love both of them now like as family so relationships yeah. all better all mended Excellent. and yeah and my dad even recognizes and it's hard for him because he like you know sees that like he knew he missed out on my upbringing like entirely like so the fact that like he worked overnights um for an airline company as a mechanic uh, throughout my upbringing so he wasn't really around much at all during the day because he would sleep to get ready for work overnight right yep, yep. and then at like um seven at age seven either age seven or age nine one of the two like my parents got divorced that's what it was i think at age i'm trying to remember it age seven they got divorced mm -hmm. and then i saw him every other weekend until age nine and then there was a, a fight that happened in a parking lot and that was it. That was the end of it. Oh, between you and him. Uh, between like my mom and, and, and in fact, I had, I had straight up, like the people say blocked it out. I had forgotten about it. It wasn't like till an incident came up later on. I was like, Oh yeah, I totally forgot wow. about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was just like an, it was a, I mean, a lot of, you know, families, all families have derivatives of certain elements with anger management, perhaps um communication issues you know perhaps like um loftiness or prestige or strive or grit or drive and at and at any at the right level all of those are good at, at the right level all of those are good if the volume's cranked up way too high or not there at all on any one of those it can throw off the dynamics and the mm. balance of of a of a of harmony right right right, so right. Know, knowing how well you know music and everything you, What's you're like you're taking music um <laughs> wow it's so, uh it's okay. chinese actually oh. um, there you go. Right. <laughs> we're gonna get it yeah so there it is well dude, dude. so yeah so basically yeah absolutely so i think but your question's fantastic about what's the core of that anger and like mm -hmm. i think that the heart it's it's hard to pinpoint because of um a it's a combination of things it was very yeah. it was cumulative right like yeah. comparing to like you know when you hear other kids talk about dads not having a dad role model on top of a mom whose communication styles maybe a little bit could use uh -huh. some work uh -huh. um and then the couple instances where you get one-off phone calls on some legal manners i'm sure or something you know child support or whatever and it's your dad and you're like oh hey dad what's up because you're cognizant to left of the fact that like your the divorce wasn't your fault yeah. it was between your mom and your dad and you're like all right cool but then then your dad's like oh well hey there ryan uh, can, I, can i talk to your mom not wanting to talk to you like that compounding oh, anger yeah. factor yeah. as well and like and again my dad's like remorseful and like really regretting that you know like the fact and and again like the probably tipping point and i don't want to spend too much time on it just for the sake of like the conversation holistically right yeah, yeah, yeah. and how much editing you're going to have to do um but the the there was a point where no joke pej i i was visiting back from either california or somewhere i was back in minnesota visiting 
and I had heard that my dad, who's a musician as well, oh, um, yeah, yeah, cool. was going to be performing at some place. Hmm. And the best way to say it was I was going to confront him, basically. Like, okay. it wasn't like go meet. It wasn't like say hello. It wasn't see your dad. It wasn't like have a conversation. It was confront. Yeah. And that was the mentality at the time. So I gathered up like my closest friends, like five of my best, you know, like best friends and was like, hey, half of them were at the wedding that I had to pay you to go to um, that um, I was like, yo, I don't need to get into a fist fight with a senior citizen at this point. Right. Yeah. So just keep me level set. If I start to lose it. Step in and, you know, OK, so you and, brought him for to, to protect him. It was kind of a balance. It was a, you know, support for me, keep me aligned, I see. keep me aligned, you know, obviously like, well, that's very responsible of you to be proactive and, and preventative almost, you know, with I mean, that, like, with that. Well, dude, yeah, thank you. Thank you. I mean, like the fact that, like you said, like if you've had hardships and trials in the past where you've, and I, again, like anger management, like punching holes in walls and doors, I've fixed a lot of that. And if you do that long enough, then you're like, okay, let's not do something like that again in right. bigger scale. Like let's put preventative. That's what development and learning is. Yes, right? yes, yes. So, um, so I brought my friends. In fact, when one friend in particular, his name was Jeff, he was like, he was, you know, all of them were shocked to hear the fact that like, whoa, we're going to meet Ryan's dad. Ryan never talks about his dad. We never heard mm -hmm. about his dad. Like, in mm -hmm. fact, oh, here's Ryan's dad. Yeah. Um, and, and my buddy Jeff, uh, he was like, he's like, no, good on you, man. You're taking the bigger step. You're going out to meet your dad. Like, and he really helped pivot. So again, like talking about mentorship, friendship, guidance, pivoted uh, me away from like con confrontation I to see. just acknowledgement, you I know? See. And I walked up like the, in hindsight, bad idea, but in the middle of his set on a break. Wow. Yeah. And I just walked up right on stage and looked at him and I was like, Carl? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, Ryan. And he looked at me and I was like, yeah, Ryan. And he was kind of like, whoa, because he didn't, he didn't recognize me. And yeah, in fact, yeah. the only reason I even recognized that only recognized him is that my sister graduated and she showed me a picture and they, my mom and sister both looked at me when they showed me that picture. And I was like, okay, it's like Jen and one of her professors or something like, what are you guys staring at me for? And they're like, that's dad. And I was like, oh. no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. In fact, I learned like only a handful of like four or five years ago. My dad has blue eyes. <laughs> wow, did you know man. that? Yeah. Are we, did yeah. you know that? Did you know that? Place? My dad's blue eyes. So I was like, it was like a Bro, shock. All factor. musicians know each other. What do you think? Right, <laughs> do you guys know Fumble in Baltimore? Oh um, my God. But yeah, yeah. So how many years was it to that day that you hadn't seen him? At least a decade. At, I mean, least decade, yeah. at least like yeah, at yeah. least and you were what like nearing your 30s by this point no 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 or, even yeah. less, like let's say 20 25 20 25. something like that yeah 23 25 something like that I see. um I see. yeah well so you you face off he recognizes who you are yeah and then and then what yeah yeah so um like i said hindsight was a bad idea but like he you know he goes like oh hey um how, how's it going? How you been? How'd you like to kick a spoon under the floor? Sorry okay. about that. Don't worry about it. Um, don't let it happen again. Um, uh, you know, it was, and it was kind of like, you know, like, Hey, you know, like we should get together sometime or would you like to? And, 
he was kind of thrown off, like genuine right. shock, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was like, I was like, all right, well, I just wanted to let you know I'm, I'm around. And he was like, he's like, all right, well, um, and he was like, because he was playing for, he was playing for, it was basically a, I don't know how to freaking describe it, a square dance thing, a jiggy, okay. whatever. <laughs> it was freaking, I don't know what it was. It didn't matter because I didn't care, right? Yeah. And yeah. like, we, we showed up, my friends and I, like so much so that the old man at the front door was like, look, we don't want any trouble here. And we're like, what? Because wow. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know. We didn't fit the average profile of what that place was. was square dancing. Yeah. <laughs> square dancing. <laughs> so, and we're like, we assured him, like, look, we're here to hear the band. Relax. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, and so went and, like, um, you know, we hung out for a bit and then, you know, kind of just listened to some music and took off. But I could see, like, my dad, like, getting teary and, like, he, because he. It threw again, off his game, of course. Threw, threw off his, his game. His performance. Every, yeah. Absolutely. As you can imagine, it would, you know? Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. So. Thanks for sharing that. First of all, I, I know yeah. that I'm sure that wasn't, that's not always easy to talk about, but um, Dude, I'm so much an open book now. Like it's crazy. Like becoming a parent. Cause you've made peace with it. Do me peace with it. That's huge. Absolutely, yeah. man. Yeah. And that, yeah. and that, that obviously isn't a light switch process of like, right. Oh, you know what? I just decided that I wasn't angry anymore right. or that I was going to forgive up. Oh, no, it took like, again, like I said, those baby steps, the yeah. years of, of development, um, and those baby steps with that small size foot is even longer. <laughs> oh my next God. question. Next question. <laughs> I had to. I had to throw that. <laughs> um, so okay. So now we we are. Uh, let's go back to this timeline that you were presenting us. Uh, yeah. You were. So you lived with your mom. The right, the the proper way this time after yep. second kick out. You, yeah. you you call her, you come back, and up to up until the age of twenty three, I believe you said. Yes. Yep. And, and then yeah. And then you decided on China. How? <laughs> do you want like do you want the story I used to tell girls to impress them, or do you want like the real the real oh, yeah. deal? Im impress me, boy. <laughs> oh man, well, I've always had an appreciation for Asian culture. Like da 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 da. da. <laughs> no, the truth is, I played a video game with my friend that was about Chinese history in middle school, and he was all super next level nerd about it. I'm very much a nerd. I'm fluent and nerd right now. I'll talk nerd all day. I'm working at a tech company, Pej. Like I'll, I'll ramp quick, but yeah. the idea of like that he knew all about it, like the history of like, this general is one of the five tiger generals and this historical and the Ming dynasty. And I was like, I don't care. I'm attacking you. Press B so we can get <laughs> through the stupid dialogue of this you know, thing or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. It, the, the, the entire game was called Romance of the Three Kingdoms. And what I found out like much later is that that video game was actually based on a Chinese novel, which is a historical novel. It's one of China's four great novels like kind of up there with like, you know, American literature as far as like um, Mark Twain and the stuff that he's writing the greatest, so it's one of China's four greatest novels. Wow. And that it's, it's a true, it's a historical fiction that's based around the collapse of the Han dynasty and what happened in oh, history, right? So it's it, called the it. Three Kingdoms period, uh, where it's like basically China's broken up into three, um, three kingdoms after the Han dynasty. 
um, before moving on to like you know the the lesser dynasties. I see uh, the I later see. Han. Yeah, yeah. So like that's the real reason. That's the real. So was, like, I played this video game in middle school. My friend knew all about it. I took a course in high school. Was like, hey, that's kind of cool. Um, went and did a lot of just independent study on my own in the library to learn about Three Kingdoms period. Took a course at a community college and had very 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 targeted specific and unrealistic questions for the chinese history professor like the 101 level yeah. and we've got 2000 years to cover and you want to talk about six decades <laughs> you know what oh, i mean gotcha, like, gotcha. right and yeah, i was like yeah, i was like yeah. well, what about this person this general this that this battle at da, 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 the right. the wall of fire battle and they're like look man this is not the course for you right I see. So, so i was like all right well then what's next pragmatic decision of course is to buy like a giant plane ticket and fly to the other side of the planet that's so you the... were not interested that you needed to go figure this out well it's kind of like it's kind of like twofold man because an opportunity came up that was and it's funny because it ties back to texas a little bit an opportunity came up where some friends of the family were like hey ryan you like Chinese history. You're in that kind of stuff. There's an opportunity where they bring foreign teachers, foreign native English speakers, um, so you wouldn't qualify, to um, to China to like teach English, right? And they pay for your plane ticket and they play, pay for your room and board for 10 days. Oh. And I was like, all right, well, sweet. So basically a free trip to China. Yeah. And then I can kind of like segue off and do my own thing as I'm so good at doing anyway. Right. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it was like, so I did that, went to China, I met this dude, kind of a quick, funny side story. Again, long story long, great no, at this stuff. I've been corresponding with Mr. <laughs> the entire time. Right. I don't know if you have to bleak that Mr. H, whatever. It doesn't matter. This okay. dude, very professional emails. Like, All you right. know, like, Hey, Mr. Can I, I'd like to apply to be like one of your English teachers for the summer program. Here's my background. Here's my reference, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, excellent. Fantastic. You know, catch, you know, go meet me in Guangzhou. Why don't we meet at the McDonald's? Cause it's a recognizable icon. You'll be able to find it. It's this intersection after the airport, blah, blah, blah. Cool. Cool. Great. Great. Thank you. And I'm there looking forward to meeting Mr. H to be one of his foreign English teachers. And this dude walks in in like board shirts and a Hawaiian shirt with like bleach blonde hair. <clears throat> Just pointing that out. And he's like, <laughs> I love their dead face. And he's like, you must be Ryan. What's up? Um, you know, I'm and I'm like, what? You're Mr. H? And he's yeah. like, yeah, yeah. Come on, let's go. And I wow. was like. Dude, and he was—he just became a buddy. Like, so the fact that like he was the liaison for this English camp at the summer, or whatever, to hire these national English, you know, like foreign English speech, foreign English, native English speakers, yeah. foreigners in China, yeah. relatively, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And um, and we just like we hung out and we kicked it, man. Like, and then so like I did the English camp for a bit. Um, then I hung out with his brother, went to this sweet spot like called Yangshua, which if you've ever gone to a mount, have you ever gone to a, um, a Chinese restaurant and you see on the wall pictures of like these really artistic rendition of mountains that are like super tall uh -huh. and thin and you're like, okay, go, go ahead, China with your artwork and blah, blah. Yeah. No, that's really what it looks like, bro. That's really what it looks like. Wow. Like, like crouching tiger, hidden dragon is a real place kind of where they filmed all that called Yangshua in the Guilin province. No, way. no joke, dude. And it looks is you do a Google search for it. It's incredible. Like I was lucky enough to, to live there for a bit. So, um, awesome experience, had a great time. Um, and then, yeah, so like, that's, that's pretty much. So that's what from was 23 the, till when? 
uh man freaking uh i was in china 23 to 2005 so you were 20 okay so up until 2005 so 2003 is when you went yourself? yeah 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 okay, 2003 so 2000, 2005 I, I was saying you're you just trying to do the math are you just trying to do the math are you just trying to do the math i'm like 27 right now 27 years older than <laughs> no uh, i love it <laughs> 20, I, I was saying you were 23 at the time of this departure to China. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, from yeah. 20, yeah, exactly. So from yeah. 2003 to 2005, I got a really crazy video of us doing stuff on CCTV. We became mild pop stars. Like it was crazy. No way. That's yeah, cool. dude. I All don't right. tell people about that because again, we're going to talk about career ramifications. Like Ryan was a Chinese pop star. There's video. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, wow, man. So two years you spent. So obviously... Did you know any Chinese prior? No. And no. I should and I should correct myself. There's two languages, main languages in China, right? Yeah. There's Mandarin. Correct. And Cantonese. Cantonese. So Mandarin and Cantonese. Which you, you learned which one? Or both? Uh, Mandarin. 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 Okay. Yeah. But like again, officially speaking, because it gets a little wacky and I don't want to semantics are the national language of China is Mandarin. Man. national language right national. cantonese is spoken predominantly in the south definitely sort of in taiwan in guangzhou hong kong that area all speaks cantonese okay. but they also speak mandarin because I it's see. a national language right I so see. See. and then it fractures into many dialects after that right so it's like english and then minnesota you betcha yeah okay here you wanted some Ludifisk? Yeah, see, he lost me in that one. <laughs> you don't. But but that's okay. So two. So you learn a good amount because um, yeah. you're you're clearly very fluent in Mandarin. So two years now you're twenty five, and um, what was that what's again? Next? What was the time? Or I, more importantly than what's next is this uh timeline of two years was that yeah. predetermined or was that you, <laughs> reached, you reached two years and you're like ah time for a change no great question so like oh man again like it's depending on how much we want to get into it it was um it was frick man trying to recap it there wasn't a fixed timeline that's okay. for sure right okay. it, like okay. it was me just kind of like doing my own thing where in short, I'll give you like the non-joking highlight reel, went to China, dig this English camp, was like, yo, this is cool. I'm not going back. Stuck around oh, dead wow. serious, yeah. right? Like screw the return ticket. All right, that's cool. You do stuff on Beijing TV, CCTV and some other stuff. Sure, I'll come along. Let's do it. We we basically won China's Got Talent. Like no and dude, yeah, like I got some crazy, stupid stories. I gotta like, see these. I, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I might show you the video on the phone. I'm not gonna, but I'll, I'll show you. Like, oh uh, yeah, I'm dude, down. Dude. Yeah, absolutely. All right, cool, cool, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, like, and then um, let's see, freaking uh, bounced around. He was like, yo, I need an English teacher in this spot. Um, did that and um, had a blast, and then. Oh, oh, went to school, went to school to learn Mandarin formally, like, because oh, wow. he was having a blast. Like, he'd be like, <laughs> Ryan, and everyone would look and be like, ha, 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 Ryan. And I'd be like, 
ni hao and that's the end of it like you know yeah. like and i was like i'm not having any fun i need to learn some mandarin yeah, right? yeah so yeah, i was yeah. like so i went to school yeah. um to learn mandarin formally right like to get an educated class get at least conversational um and then from there very much was just the immersion process exponential like how do you say apple like you know like i don't care i want a red fruit give me a red fruit and they like, like they're like okay you want a red fruit like yes give me one red fruit and they're like putao and you're like okay yeah a putao is great it's one putao and then they hold up a grape and you're like no give me a bieta hongsha the you know give me a different red fruit and yeah, they're like yeah, all right yeah. shigua and you're like i don't care give me a shigua and they're like watermelon like no bieta hongsha the <laughs> and then they finally get the pingua and you're like i don't care i'm taking whatever this pingua is right <laughs> yeah, like yeah. i'll just take it and then they're like pingua and you're like okay cool pingua apple yeah that's what i want so but you, you also learn. learn how to say grape and you also learn how to say ah, watermelon right yeah. so all that exponential so they want yeah through them through like the language barriers you actually learned it so yeah yeah yeah, yeah, that, yeah and that's good that's really good i mean i i guess that's how anybody really learns just yeah. going through grocery stores like my grandmother used to do that's she awesome she dude. would come here and just straight up speak farsi to the guy that's awesome <laughs> and, I the love guy, it. and somehow she got what she wanted out of that it's very innovative smart like yeah, that's that's how it's yeah. done man like that's you awesome. learn real quick yeah or you adapt, you know, I guess I, I wanted an apple, but we're eating a grape today. All right, cool. <laughs> yeah, Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Thank you so exactly. much. Exactly. Yeah. You you either adapt or you learn. So right. that's cool, man. So, uh, um, yeah. so you're now, okay. So now we go to the, what's next. So you're, when do you plan your next, uh, are you coming back to Minnesota or where are you going? From Dude. So, all right. So cool. Cool. So like, um, so from china left china and oh you know what it was bro my family was going on a, a trip to haifa that was the major catalyst to come back from china i almost totally forgot so it was like my mom had been planning this we had been planning on a wait list for like years right yep. to go to haifa and it was like oh, okay well sorry china i gotta go we'll catch you later i'm gonna yeah. do this thing and like this this work horse guy was like at this english camp wanting me to keep me around and i was like hard no we're going and i'll come back right yeah, 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 so yeah. i left went uh went on this the wonderful like pilgrimage trip with my family had a great time was we're gonna spend basically the rest of the month back in minnesota before returning back to china and i got and my mom my mom was making falafel now my mom's an excellent cook she does a really good job as far as managing oil and fire combined is she does not do a good job like oh. we have had multiple occasions in my house where there was like too much oil in the pan on an open flame and we have suddenly gotten like a oil candle on the freaking oh, <laughs> <laughs> like no joke like wow. so she um so she basically almost burnt the house down lit the kitchen on fire and the funny thing about my mom, and this is where I like, she's again, different mind, a different mind, right? Which kind of negative ramifications in the communication style for reading nonverbal cues and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But when there's a tragic concern, when there's something big, my mom's excellent. And so yeah. she said it so calmly, I'll never forget it. I was two rooms away playing hockey. And she said, <clears throat> um, Ryan, Ryan, can you come in? Can you come here? So calm. 
Yeah. Like it was like kind of like, hey, I need you to set the table or can you do this or whatever? Like didn't even think about it. And I was like, okay. Walk over there and there are like three foot flames coming off the stove, going over the awning, ah. hitting the wooden cabinets above it, like turning them black, right? And no. she, with my mom trying to put the lid onto onto the uh under the, the pan but the flames were so like raging that she put it down they would go over her hand like right like oh it was God. nuts so of course like a non-logical person i'm like mom and i'm like i'm trying i grab the pan and i'm balancing the pan because i'm gonna dump it into the metal sink right yeah yeah i don't know is what you do when you're not thinking and i was doing a really good job holding it and it was like and like the heat was nuts and I was balancing it, balancing it, balancing it, doing a great job. And as soon as I went down towards the sink, because the oil was boiling, the, the oil came up over the pan and landed on my hand, which then of course my hand caught fire. So that was exciting. Yeah. Well oh then, yeah, yeah. Well then of course I let go of the pan because you know, when your hand lights on fire, it's typically yeah. what you do. Right. So I dropped this pan full of oil that's on fire and oil goes everywhere and the whole kitchen catches on fire. So <laughs> that's exciting. And like, yeah, so I, um, skin grafting, third degree burns, all of that. So I go into bathroom almost blackout bouncing against the wall with the razor focus of like keep your hand in the water that's all you need to do hand in the water you can collapse you fall whatever keep your hand in the water and that's what i was doing so like so level mode dude yeah it was kind of nuts so um hand in the water uh you know friggin mom cleans up the fire we drive like we basically make a 45 minute drive in about 15 minutes to get to a hospital. Yeah. And, uh, and that was, that was crazy as well. Um, where basically they told me that I was going to need skin grafting, which would have been fine and dandy, but I didn't have health insurance. Um, so like that gets, you get assigned a caseworker and all this stuff and whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, um, <laughs> and, and uh, again, moderation has never been my strong suit. Uh-huh. Um, that kind of that's that's good and bad in a, in a lot of ways. You want to talk about work ethic? We got work ethic. I'm proud to say that you know I've won a bunch of awards at work. Yeah. Um, but again, moderation and balance never being strong suit for me. So when the doctor was like, "Hey, you're gonna need skin grafting. Here's what you need to do." They're like, "Eat protein." I was like, "You want me to eat protein?" They're like, "Yeah, you need a lot of eat a lot of protein to help the skin growth." And I was like watch me <laughs> like, wow. and we were we were eating so much protein like it was like burger steak protein chips protein shakes like all yeah. day like ridiculous amounts and so because again moderation is not my strong suit and right. i was like oh oh i'll eat it all right watch this yeah and so the fact that like they two weeks later they went back and they had scheduled the skin grafting they had scheduled for it the doctor like i couldn't afford that it was like yeah. buying like three cars right. like there's no way i'm gonna be able to afford skin grafting without health insurance having a caseworker, you know social mm-hmm. worker for the state of minnesota so basically doctor was like hey can you feel this can you do that can you move this and they're like wow you were really lucky you are among like the two percent of the population that doesn't have to get skin grafting um based on like on oil fire burn of this caliber they said it was like 400 degrees 
and stuff boils and stuff like that. Jeez. So like the fact that like, I mean, and again, like so I the said, the protein was, overdue is what helped with that. I would say that there's probably a lot of factors. Like if you look at again, holistically medicine and benefits and all that, and like, yeah. I'd say it didn't hurt. You know, I, I was probably consuming, I had a rice protein that's like very dense, you know, from a grant. Max could tell you more. Go listen to the podcast from Max. It's great. He thought he's a physical fitness bodybuilder. He knows all about it. But um, I think that it was like, there's a lot of divine assistance on that one. People like good, you know, good thoughts and prayers they were sending out for healing and stuff like that, that I certainly think have a rippling effect. But at the end of the day, however you get to it, um, you know, no one asks how a hot dog is made. They just know at the end of the day, it's a hot dog, right? Yeah. So at the end of the day, like I didn't have to have skin grafting, which really threw me for a shock when the following like two days later, a nurse called me and said, okay, for tomorrow's skin grafting, we're going to do this, this, and other. Whoa, the doctor told me I didn't need skin grafting. Yeah. They were so confident that I was going to need skin grafting. Oh they God. scheduled the skin grafting, you know what I mean? And so yeah. the fact that like, you know, today, yeah, I, I never knew this story, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, and I would have never even been able to see it because his hand looks better than mine. Completely. <laughs> That's Again, I need a copy of this recording. Um, like, so the fact that like my hand looked like fried chicken, like dunk it in, like take it out. It was crazy, bro. Wow. Uh, man. Yeah. Yeah. This so, is after China. This is after China. This is after Haifa and Ch after China. After Haifa, exactly. Yeah, like yeah. China, Haifa, let's make falafel and burn the kitchen. And then it was like, oh, guess what? Because I had an assigned caseworker and my case was being processed by the state of Minnesota or whatever, I wasn't able to, I wasn't allowed to leave the country. Oh, wow. So you couldn't so go like, back to China. Couldn't go back to China, which actually it's funny because like it, it, was, it all turned out to be a huge blessing anyway. Bro, the reason I was in China in the first place, granted, yes, the video game, the drive, the, the yeah. conflict and family at home, but ultimately, like, my family couldn't afford to send both me and my sister to college. Hmm. So I was, a, I was a time, I was a value suck. I don't want to, like, I was a cost. I was expense yeah. Yeah, yeah, my, yeah. At, at living at home, right? right. So the fact they're like, well, all right, well, here's a, here's a good opportunity to go to China using a skill set that I have, like speaking English, and I can not only earn more money in China than I could possibly imagine, not only from the currency exchange from renminbi to US dollars, but I'm basically just hanging out and having a fun time, like talking to people, cheating, doing stuff on stage and whatever. Yeah. And I'm not costing my mom, who was already in the lower income, you know, like, you know, lower yeah. middle. It, it's like lightning class. in a bottle type of situation for you at that time i don't exactly know what that means but i'd say that's accurate <laughs> i'll trust meaning, i just meaning like things started to make sense and aligned like yeah so, yeah yeah like it was confirmation that you needed to go to china like that's absolutely yeah, that's yeah absolutely yeah. and so the fact that like okay so boom burn your hand you're not going back to china right and it's like okay well what's next right I was like, well, I'm going to go do some volunteer work mm -hmm. while my hand was semi-functional. Oh, well, that's actually kind of a, another funny story. <laughs> uh, Pat, you're going you're gonna to have to edit the crap out of this. No, no. So, we'll just make it a two-parter. At, at, at okay. At All right. <laughs> um, so, like, so after China, so the other thing that, like, got me back from China now was basically family going on pilgrimage came back 
Um, there's some other, there's some other stuff around there. Like they flew us to New York and we did some shows and stuff like that. And yeah, it's, it's another, no way. yeah, cool. yeah. I've got the pamphlet somewhere from like, I performed at Lincoln center. Can you believe You're that? Kidding me. I've That's never serious. even performed in yeah. front of Lincoln center. <laughs> Out there did with a get... sign and cardboard. Yeah. No, I performed oh. at Lincoln center at the time. Of course, I didn't have a damn clue what Lincoln center even was. Right. right like right, I was right. like, okay, great. We're going to go see the statue of Liberty and perform it at the place. Named after Lincoln. Great. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> like that. That's cool that though, it. man. You, yeah. that, that's that's a story your kids will love to hear. That's awesome. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Um and so um so yeah, so got back and was like, well, how about I just go back? I've always wanted to see California, like you know, hung out in California, checked out Bosch, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And and the administrator at the time, oh Bosch, like, you know, conference retreats in it, right? I don't know what context I need doesn't matter it's your podcast you edit it how you want i'm gonna be ryan we've discussed bosch with max too but it's uh um, perfect it's a uh it's basically a school uh in california for the under the banner of the baha'i faith so yeah a conference um, retreat center a lot of multifaceted conferences multifaceted, held there yeah. yep. you know school like classes held there yeah. outside you know outside rentals you know some some, on, some in people, the mountains, in the mountains of Santa Cruz, by the way. In the Redwoods, some people do their weddings there. That, you know, some, some one person that I know. <laughs> um, but that's yeah. another. That's a funny story too, actually. Yeah, I know. You, yeah, this the, you've got plenty of those. You're, uh, <laughs> I think they're funny. Yeah, um, your hand looking like fried chicken must have been dude, the funniest. That was pretty something. That was something. That was something. Like, I'll tell you what. I never like, knew, man. I never knew you had. That's crazy, though. Seriously, that was that was that was a crazy story. By the way, how did zero out of five stars. Don't recommend. How did the house turn out? What happened with the five? So yeah, yeah. So funny thing is like, so my best friend. So my mom and I like race to the hospital, right? Yeah. My sister is like cleaning stuff up. She calls like my best friend. To, to come over and help out and and she and he like clean up all the oil like basically just like yeah like it was uh so hold on 911 was never an option at this point in a certain financial bracket i think you do a cost benefit analysis of pulling <laughs> okay. in i got you I got certain you. like ambulances or I whatever know, yeah. i know i know i get it now i get it i mean yeah it, it was just in the in the and also probably in that heat of the moment, like the best I idea that right. you yeah, yeah. come up with was getting Abs friend. Yeah, ex exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So um yeah, man. Like I mean So wow, humble, okay. Humble so, beginnings. So you went to so you burn your hand to a crisp and then you go uh true. you you get so do you get the graft or you don't get the graft? No, no, no. Didn't get the skin grafting. You didn't get it because they just had it scheduled, but you had to, you refused right. it. You didn't need it. Okay. Right, right, right. So, yeah. So, great, great to bring us back on track. Yeah. So, after that, um, dude, man, like this is where I guess this is where it gets really, from my perspective, from life-changing, cool stuff, yeah. this is where it really starts to kick in because of the fact of like, okay, oil, oil, fire, skin grafting, all that can't leave the country, have the social worker yeah. have like something like $78,000 in debt there that whatever, something ridiculous. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, um, what am I going to do? I guess I'll go do some volunteer work at Bosch. There you go. 
So, so was that um, your first choice after that, or you were you just like was the opportunity like presented to you? How did that work out? So in that little stint of like traveling around, like I said, going to New York, we we also performed in LA. We performed at an air base in Ohio. I guess that's like okay. Now you're showing off. Yeah. <laughs> so it was it was my first choice. It was like a hey. I've got a lot of time to kill when my case gets processed. Right. You know, can I, can I come back and do some volunteer work? And so they said, sure, like come back, do some volunteer work. So um, I, I came back I did some landscaping. I did, I worked in the kitchen a little bit. Yeah. Um, and basically they were being kind enough to let me stay there while my social worker processed basically the claim for you know um the oil fire and like when a crazy set of events bro this is like i said where it gets nuts some outside third-party institution i had been basically the claim said here we're going to give you this amount of money but the rest of the stuff that you have to pay is on you and you've got to pay basically the hospital system as well as the doctor, two separate entities that you've got to pay, right? Okay. And they've got an associated cost for both of them. But we can do really generous monthly payment plans. You know, it's 0% interest. So you just got to pay it back, right? Yeah, and I was like, yeah. okay, that's cool. Yeah. Um, and so it was something like 25 bucks a month that I was going to be paying for like, wow. yeah, dude, like I'd still be paying it now. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, so... But um, so there, so basically, I, I made like the first, I don't know, like couple payments or whatever, because again, I was volunteering, so it's not like I had an income, whatever. Where I call one day to make a payment, and they're like, "Oh, um, it's showing here that you have a zero balance payment, but it's possible that they transferred that cost to the hospital." or the doctors, one of the reverse. Right. Some institution paid off the other institution so they didn't want to collect all the debt. So call that other institution. So I said, okay. So I called the other institution. The terms and conditions are all intact. It's just, you don't pay us anymore. You just, you just pay one person. So I call back and they're like, oh yeah, I got your account right here. It actually shows that your balance was cleared um, from a third party um, entity that had some sponsorship. No way. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah, I still wow. don't know who it was. I what? don't. Yeah. A, bro, talk about a miracle, man. <laughs> talk about like, um, yeah, a miracle. Like, yes, like absolutely. Here's, wow. a, here's a guy who has no money, no education, no prospects for a job, on basically no health insurance that was paying 25 bucks a month and some institutions was like hey you're a good person you're doing work you know wow man that is amazing it's crazy yeah wow and you're you're at you're in santa cruz at this point yeah wow i was doing volunteer work at bosch when i got that this is that notice and this is where you and i met yeah initially right yeah. this is 2006 yeah. 2007 yeah oh my god i had no idea man yeah. that's crazy that's crazy. Yeah. and and that just i mean 
what a blessing. I mean, a blessing and, and genuinely and, a blessing. Genuinely, genuinely a blessing. Yeah. Absolutely. And, Don't so let I, anyone ever, ever mention or try and tell you that there's not absolute blessings and assistance and divine confirmation that happens throughout your life because you either A, miss it, B, wasn't aware that of, of it, or, or, or lastly, you recognize it and appreciate it and can't explain it, but you've got the feeling of what it was. Was that a, um, was that like a period of, of like serious realization for you at that time when you got this break? <sighs> Tell me more about that realization. Me meaning like, like, how did you, I mean, obviously you were elated. I'm sure that this, yeah. this fat bill is now yeah, gone, yeah. but yeah. like beyond that, did you think, I mean, you're like 25 at this point, 26 yeah, yeah. at this point. Yeah. So you're, you're like, I'm just wondering where you, like, where was your, where, where my head at? Kind where of was your head at, at afterwards? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what so was Pej, I'll, I'll, t I'll tell you, like, here's the funny thing. And this is, again, these are like minute details that I don't typically talk about, you know, when I, when I talk about it, when, when I was meeting my wife, when you talk about the scar story and you're like, check it out. I fell on a fork. And you're like, yeah, dip my hand in 400 degree oil, you know, like the stuff like that. Right. Yeah, yeah. But the cool thing is I had actually given my sister about, I don't know, it was maybe 200 bucks, hundred bucks, 200 bucks, something like that because of something that she needed something for help with either my mom or my whatever about a month prior. Mm -hmm. Right. And I was like, yo, family needs it. This, million dollar institution that I'm paying 25 bucks. I can come up with 25 bucks in a month, like whatever you need $200. Yeah. Here you go. And I absolutely. So I say that because of like what you're thinking as far as like divine assistance, blessing confirmation, that's what, that's where I defaulted to. I was like, Oh, okay. Definition of sacrifice. Take a little definition of faith. Definition, yeah. difference between faith and belief is action. Right. That's it. I mean, I'm sure you've had a podcast around it, but like you can believe something all day. Okay. Yeah, I believe you. That's great. But it's an act of faith to go out and do it based on something that you only have heard. I see. Wow. So the idea of like, all right, so it wasn't even out of faith. I did it. It was out of like, Hey, my family needs some money. I got 200 bucks that I actually got from my mom's homeowner's insurance. Cause I burned the crap out of my hand and was like, here you go. You got yeah. it. Yeah. And then the recognition was like, what a blessing. And that has to be because of the actions that I took. That's where you, that's where your mind yep. went initially. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I think about that stuff all the time. Like little stuff coming up, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like bl blessings like that. Absolutely. I mean, I could, so, I mean, all, all the time, like, like the idea of, um, I mean, even just this last, this last quarter at work, like I basically did a, an act of, of compromise and, and did the noble thing, did the noble lofty thing and got this giant deal that we hadn't predicted to come in. And I hit like something like 190% of my quarter. Yeah. Wow. One rep of the year yeah. and like little stuff like that. They're like, realistically, it's only because like the, the, the CIO of this organization, like, like reaching out to approve something, that typically on status quo would be like, let that go. We don't have to worry about that. Little stuff like that happening, man. Like, 
yeah, and yeah, yeah. The, 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 I mean, you can parallel this to like two or three things. If you're thinking about buying a Toyota Corolla or Tacoma or whatever, you suddenly start seeing Tacomas all yes. over the place. Yes. There's one. Oh, there's another one. Yes. Oh, there's another one, right? So the same kind of thing when you start, when languages, you hear something, you notice something, it starts being everywhere. If you start recognizing the application of divine blessings and assistance or whatever and appreciation for what it is, you become a heightened sense of awareness. And you're like, and then you can even take that one level further, more pragmatically, I guess, on the real level. If you start being courteous, if you start utilizing virtues and qualities, that it will unconsciously allow other people to do the same thing. Courtesy, generosity, you know, compassion, all of these things. And so like, but if you don't recognize it as a quality, hey, that moron just held the door for me. <laughs> guess you're not getting in first, out of my way. You know what I mean? Like, it, again, yeah. it's a recognition. And, well, and, yeah, um, it's, it's, glass awareness. half full half empty mentality right it depends and on what you're drinking oil orange juice <laughs> 400 degree oil 400 degrees yeah exactly four out of five stars <laughs> definitely would do again no man you're right though i mean um it is it does boil down to perspective like what your perspective is in those moments of tests and in moments yeah. of blessings like both yeah absolutely like, how thankful and adversity generous and yeah. prosperity yeah, yeah it's true i will release part two of this two-part conversation with ryan burke as a bonus episode this thursday he will discuss life after Bosch, finishing school getting married moving down to texas and becoming a father of two you don't want to miss it as always, subscribe, like, and follow Fumble Podcast on YouTube and your podcast platform of choice. Thank you again for listening, and I'll catch you on the next one. Together, we'll purify the mind and have a good time. I'll show you.